0: I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fit the Mission. Thursday nights at Oakland's Just Dance Ballroom are a vibe. The music is sultry, a disco ball is spinning, red and purple lights illuminate the dance floor. Women wearing sparkly dresses and kitten heels sway their hips as their partners lead them by their fingertips. Tonight is social dance night. At this studio, that means every three minutes, dancers switch partners and rotate between different ballroom dances.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh-huh. That's step. Quick step.
0: When you think of ballroom dancing, maybe this comes to mind. Carrie-Anne Inaba. Well, it's a test. But at Just Dance on Oakland's Embarcadero, people don't ballroom dance for points or for approval by judges. And they're not B-list celebrities. Most of the dancers here are retired, or at least close to retirement, and nearly all of them are Asian-American seniors. This is
1: the best exercise for people over 50. If they get tired, they can sit down and mingle with
2: people.
0: Today on Fifth Emission, a spotlight on a special Bay Area community. Ballroom Dancing Asian American Seniors. It's a community that gained a national spotlight at the start of the Lunar New Year, when tragedy struck a mostly Asian ballroom dance studio in Monterey Park, an L.A. suburb. It was yet another story about Asian elders becoming victims of crime and violence, but I wanted to find out more. What did ballroom dancing mean for them and for Asian senior dancers here in the Bay Area?
1: Next dance, Rumba.
0: Up to 80 dancers travel from all over the Bay Area to the Just Dance Ballroom in Oakland on social dance night. Social
1: dancing means people learn all types of dance, bamba, cha-cha, waltz, tango. They can change partners to dance with different partners. It's more fun that way.
0: That's 56-year-old Sam Mann, owner of Just Dance. In
1: 1994, we opened a small studio about 2,000 square feet in Oakland, Chinatown, on
2: Webster.
0: Three decades later, Just Dance is in a studio space that's five times that size, and social dancing has remained the mainstay. Mann's 25-year-old daughter, Crystal Wong, works a couple of times a week as the studio's receptionist. She says a lot of the dancers at the studio have watched her grow up.
1: So most of the people that we have here are retired or close to retirement, and now they're kind of Getting their social lives back, kind of living for
0: themselves now and finding joy in life. It's a community she's proud to have watched her dad build throughout her childhood.
1: I know that a lot of people, they always kind of bring me aside and tell me like, oh, you know, thanks to your dad, we have a place here, we have a community here.
0: One of those grateful dancers is this San Mateo resident. I'm Beverly Jane, and I've been coming here quite often every Thursday. Jane's been dancing for a little over a decade. I'm chatting with her in the studio's lobby as she takes a break. She's wearing a green sparkly shirt, a beaded skirt, and fake eyelashes.
2: Always. I always dress up. You know, you dress for the occasion.
0: She turns 94 this year.
2: Now, since I'm so old,
0: I just do dancing to keep my heart rate, you know, up and Stretch my muscle. What is it about ballroom dancing that captivates Asian seniors like Jane enough to make it a ritual, something they do several times a week? It's something I've asked myself for a long time. Growing up, I'd see ballroom dancing at holidays and other celebrations. And my curiosity resurfaced in January when a shocking tragedy hit.
3: Good evening, everyone, from Monterey Park, the latest American city shattered by mass murder. It happened just beyond the doors of this popular dance hall just miles from downtown LA.
0: 11 people killed, nine wounded in a space much like Just Dance Ballroom. Victims range from their 50s to 70s. What did that ballroom studio represent for those dancers? What did it mean for that space to become the site of yet another American mass shooting? And why were these Asian American seniors so dedicated to dancing? I reached out to an expert. My name is Yutin Wong, and I'm a professor of dance studies at San Francisco State University. Wong says there's more than one reason why so many Asian Americans love ballroom dance, but the origins can be traced back more than a century. Because of
2: colonialism, but also because of cultural imperialism, right? Europeans, Americans brought different forms of ballroom dancing to Asia.
0: In the early 20th century, Wong says ballroom dancing became a cultural export that was embraced by Asian elites. It signified upward mobility and modernity in East and Southeast Asian countries, including Japan, Vietnam, the Philippines, and China. There's like film footage like you can see in 1920s, Shanghai in
2: jazz clubs and dance halls.. In, in, oh.
0: Fast forward, and Asians who immigrated to the U.S. in the 50s and 60s brought the popular pastime over from their home countries. Generations later, ballroom dancing represents more than just Western aspirations. 71-year-old Dennis Tom lives in San Lorenzo and frequents Just Dance four to five times a week. He remembers his own parents' ballroom dancing growing up. His father was from Canton, China, and his mother was Chinese-American.
1: They would get together with their friends, and back then you go over to each other's house, you practice dancing together, and then you go out to the ballroom in Oakland all together, and you go eat afterwards. That was their
0: entertainment. Professor Wong says the beauty of ballroom dancing is that it provides benefits beyond just entertainment. It's inherently a way to make meaningful connections. If you're doing it as a social dance practice, that could be about community, about being able to go
2: out, being with friends, meeting new people. Ultimately, it's about dancing with another person. For the dancing to be successful is ultimately about being able to have made a connection
0: that you agreed on something you agreed on the tempo that you agreed on the rhythm Dennis Tom loves the rhythm and how it makes him feel he's been ballroom dancing for about a decade
1: you feel energetic the music moves you you stop thinking about what is the choreography and you just let the music kind of pull it out of you that's what it was great when it gets to that point
0: On a recent Sunday afternoon at Just Dance, 62-year-old Renee Yu is getting ready to start another social dance session and is practicing steps with a partner.
1: Next Dance. It's the wolf.
0: <laughs> Yu immigrated from Taiwan when she was 26. She's been dancing since 2015, and she says it helps her stay mentally agile.
4: There's so many things you can learn. If you really dove in, you can have your whole time doing this and you still have something to learn. Every day have something new to learn, which is good. Make your your brain work.
0: Aside from the mental exercise, Yu says it's good for her emotionally.
4: You can dance the quick dance, you can dance the slow dance, you can follow the music and to express your feeling. I think that's the best part.
0: Most of these dancers found ballroom dancing as they neared retirement. But for 71-year-old Oakland native Brian Wong, dancing wasn't just about leisure or staying active. It became a full-time commitment that took him all over the country.
1: I found the right partner. Matter of fact, I married her.
0: Wong was once a competitive skier until an injury forced him to stop. He and his wife ballroom danced competitively for 20 years, earning many national titles, medals, and trophies.
1: All our vacation time was spent going to competitions. We've been to many places. I've seen many airports, many hotel rooms. We've been to many cities without seeing much, but... We enjoyed ourselves. It was, it's an expensive
0: journey. That's the thing about ballroom dancing. It takes quite a bit of money to do it regularly at a place like Oakland's Just Dance. Each class and social dance party costs $14. And for the most devoted visitors who come four or five times a week and tack on additional private lessons, that can add up to about 700 bucks a month. After a quick break, I visit the ballroom dance community in San Francisco. Where do Asian seniors without many resources or retirement savings dance? Also, San Francisco Chinatown's banquet restaurants used to be the go-to spot for social dance parties. Where do people go now that most of them have closed? We'll be right back. Did you know the number one way people discover new podcasts is word of mouth from their friends? So if you enjoy Fifth Emission, we'd love it if you tell someone about our show, even if it's just one person. Thanks for helping us make new friends. (laughs) It's Thursday afternoon in San Francisco's Outer Sunset. 20 or so Chinese seniors are chatting in Cantonese while changing into their dancing shoes and getting ready for their ballroom dance class. This isn't a luxe 10,000-square-foot dance studio equipped with fancy lighting or mirrored walls. The seniors are inside an 800-square-foot room of the South Sunset Community Center at 40th and Vicente. Folded tables and chairs have been pushed to the side to make space for dancing. The walls of the room are lined with posters directing seniors to in-language city resources. Today, they're learning the cha-cha. Dance community member Ellen Ho is leading the class and reviewing the steps. It's a class put on by Self-Help for the Elderly, a nonprofit that provides social services to low-income Chinese seniors in San Francisco. Annie Chung, Self-Help for the Elderly's president and CEO, says the classes are part of the organization's strategy to help Chinese seniors be self-sufficient and lead dignified lives. They face a problem common to elderly immigrants, a tendency to become isolated.
3: If you're an older person, older adult, you know, and you live in San Francisco, and let's say your relatives, your children, grandchildren, are no longer close to you, you really have to go through day-to-day life, sometimes on, on your own, and without the ability to speak English, they can't really navigate a lot of the public benefits uh, systems that are open or available to them. They rather kind of uh, what we call suffer silently, you know, themselves
0: instead of sometimes seeking help. Chung joined Self-Help for the Elderly in the late 70s. She says ballroom dance classes have been among the most popular activities the organization hosts. Just imagine, you know, they don't come from wealthy
3: background. They don't have a whole lot of disposable income, you know, to do things that they want to do. We must provide for the seniors, things that other seniors with more means get to enjoy, but not low-income seniors. Two hours of ballroom dancing in one of our senior centers probably
0: was the best thing that we could provide. The dance classes become a way for social workers to check in with the seniors about how they're feeling, especially important since mental health discussions are taboo in Chinese culture.
3: For those two hours, they would forget their problems or worries. And ballroom dancing kind of build up your self-confidence.
0: Everything's so positive about it. Chung says the social isolation of the pandemic was especially detrimental for Chinese seniors since many were also fearful about walking outside because of the surge in crimes against the Asian elderly in the city. The dancers are relieved that classes resumed in August, including Shirley Chan.
2: For two or three years, that's the pandemic we stopped. And then, of course, uh, at home, nothing to do, a kind of depressed uh, and afraid to walk out because of the hatred.
0: Chan and I are chatting outside of the community center. She tells me she first learned how to ballroom dance as a high school student in Hong Kong. After she immigrated to the U.S. in 1973, she dedicated her time to work and raising her family. Her husband passed away about 15 years ago, and Chan looked to senior classes to help keep her engaged while dealing with her grief.
2: When my husband first died, I was by myself. I think maybe six years by myself. You know, nobody talked with you unless you go out, but at home, nobody talked with you.
0: You don't have the mood, you know, it's not happy at all. Ballroom dancing became a regular hobby and a passion. Chan travels to the community center from her outer sunset home every Thursday and Friday to dance. She takes the A T Muni bus and says traveling outside still makes her pretty nervous. She only goes out during the day and she takes a personal safety alarm and pepper spray with her. Chan loves the exercise from the classes and the opportunity to make friends. The
2: teachers are very good. They are volunteers, but they spend a lot of time and effort, you know, to prepare all the classes. This group, I like it, is very friendly. and what do I say?
0: Each other, we help each other. Before the pandemic, Chan and other Chinese seniors used to dance in much bigger spaces. Chan would go to banquet halls in San Francisco Chinatown, including the legacy restaurant New Asia on Pacific Avenue. Banquet hall restaurants that can host hundreds of people for holidays and celebrations were huge social dancing venues where patrons like Chan could buy a ticket to dance and eat meals with their friends. But banquet halls like New Asia have been closing in San Francisco, relocating to suburbs like Millbrae or Burlingame or shuttering altogether. In 2016, San Francisco bought New Asia to convert it into affordable senior housing. The nonprofit Chinatown Community Development Center, or CCDC, was selected to develop the site. Executive Director Malcolm Young says he heard broad consensus from the community about what they wanted for New Asia's future.
4: The banquet space is just as critical, if not more critical, to be honest. You know, our plan, along with the city and along with the community, is to rebuild New Asia as 100 percent affordable uh, senior housing, but also returning the banquet space to that site.
0: Young says it's important to CCDC's mission to maintain spaces in San Francisco for Chinese seniors to do activities like ballroom dancing.
4: We also need more, you know, public facilities that welcome low-income immigrants and seniors to connect with each other.
0: Back inside the South Sunset Community Center, the seniors are wrapping up their dance class. They'll come back the next day to continue practicing the cha-cha. Chan says she wants to help others join the community.
2: Since i already been dancing for a while, i come here for a long time. So I think it's time for me to spend some time to lead the new people. Uh, That's a help to make more people involved and
0: they like it. CCDC's Young says that kind of involvement makes all the difference. Ballroom dancing isn't just about exercising, improving mental health, or making friends. It's about self-realization, self-fulfillment, and reclaiming a kind of personal power.
4: You know, when people come together like that, and I think particularly seniors, it's also a, a, a space for them to realize I think their own significance, their own power, their own agency, and being able to sort of direct their own lives. And and I think these are the kinds of spaces that can actually move you and your own internal identity from victim to actor.
0: I had started this story thinking I'd tackle the history of ballroom dancing in the Asian community, and I found another answer, one I was looking for all along. Asian seniors have made headlines in recent years as victims of crime and racism, but of course, there's more to them than that, right? We can see it in these dancers' commitment to showing up for one another, to doing something that makes them feel really good. Across the bay in Oakland, I asked the dancers at Just Dance Ballroom why they keep coming despite all the fear surrounding the community, from the increased violence to the recent mass shooting in Monterey Park. They say they accept that life has its risks, but that doesn't mean it isn't worth living. They're making the choices that are best for themselves. Life is still full of joy.
2: The ballroom dancers, they take everything in stride. And like I said to myself, you know, I'm a little concerned, but I said, what the heck, you know, life is short. You know, might as well do what you can. I think you just, you have to go on living. You know what I mean? You cannot crawl under a rock. You just
1: have to persevere, you know what I mean? You just can't let things like this stop you.
0: You don't know what the
3: future is gonna be like. You know, we never would have thought that someone would go into a ballroom and shoot people. You have to live your life and you have to do what you enjoy. You can't stop that.
4: Yeah, just like the airplane crash, but you don't say you don't take an airplane anymore.
1: When I go to the studio, it's a place of calmness. People are out there, and they're creating art by dancing and moving. They're trying to be the best they can be to themselves and to their partner. And I think that's that's a wonderful thing.
0: This story was produced, reported, and written by me. It was edited by King Kaufman and Sarah Feldberg with additional production help from Francesca Fenzi. Special thanks to all the dancers and community members who spoke to me, Sandman at Just Dance Ballroom in Oakland and all the studio's dancers, Annie Chung and Lance Ma from Self Help for the Elderly, as well as Shirley Chan and the rest of the dancers. Thanks also to Malcolm Young and Yu Wong. Check out my story online. It's at sfchronicle.com slash ballroom. There you'll see photos and Videos by Andrea Lowe and Yolanda M. James of the dancers you heard from in this episode—you won't want to miss them. They're beautiful. Again, that's sfchronicle.com/slash-ballroom. I'm Cecilia Lay. Thanks so much for listening.
4: Everybody go. Everybody go home. Fun okay. Fun. Yeah, <laughs>